A tsunami of darkness is about to come, but the church is caught sleeping. The church is completely caught unaware of the tsunami. Similar to the Boxing Day tsunami, December 26, 2004, Christians are caught up in their lives of false peace and are unaware of this tsunami. Jeremiah prophesied that the Babylonians are approaching, but the king of Judah chose to believe the false prophets who said that the land would be at peace and in a state of victory. How is it possible for peace of God to be there in the land when there is so much evil, sin, and wickedness in the land? The false prophets have proclaimed peace when there is so much of wickedness in the land. There are a lot of prophets and preachers proclaiming peace in the land where there is so much wickedness, much like the false prophets in Jeremiah's day. The land is polluted with sins, yet the preachers are proclaiming peace and blessings. How can there be peace when there is fornication, adultery, lies, sexual immorality, and greed in the church? The believers are playing the harlot while the preachers live in their castles or mansions of sin. There is no difference in lifestyles, ways, of a preacher and a believer. True prophets are getting along with the words and prophecies of false prophets. All prophets are prophesying prophecies about blessings and growth. Diviners are deceiving believers with their false prophecies and strange doctrines. Believers don't know the difference between a diviner and a prophet of God. Just because a diviner predicts your future or present correctly, it does not make him a prophet of God. A diviner will charge for their fortune or future telling services, but a true prophet will not take money for their prophecy. A diviner since he takes money, finds a solution for your problem by turning to God or an evil spirit, but a prophet of God communicates the heart of God for a situation. How many preachers and prophets have become like diviners charging for the God-given gifts or prophecies? How many ministries are built on the use and display of prophetic gifts and healings? Everywhere there are sugar-coated messages of God's blessings. Where is the gospel and truth of Jesus being proclaimed that reveals God's wrath, holiness, and anger? Everyone who preaches like Jeremiah gets imprisoned and executed like John the Baptist. Where are the testimonies that believers are transformed entirely when they are touched by the holiness and fear of God? Because there is no fear of God or understanding of God's wrath or sacrifice of Jesus, believers are returning to their old ways. When was the last time you shook or trembled in God's presence? When was the last time God moved in your church, producing miracles and healings, and you felt a reverential dread or fear of God? The pulpits and meetings become a place for preachers to brag self-promotion about their past miracles and ministries. When was the last time you listened to a sermon that exposed your sins and made you aware of your sins and forced you to confess them and approach the altar? When was the last time, a sermon set you on fire for Jesus and made you repent of your sins and the sins of our nation? It's disappointing to observe that there is no fire in the pulpits or the believers. The churches have become valleys of dry bones without the life of Jesus. Instead of feeding divine manna from heaven they are feeding stale food that has been taken from other preachers or surroundings. When was the last time you found Jesus in the church service and took Jesus to your home? Because preachers have lost the passion to see Jesus, when they preach believers also lose the passion to see and love Jesus. Believers are unable to distinguish between God's work and social service. Sacrifices done for social work is not sacrifices done for God. Preachers need to convey God's need or plan for this season. Preachers make believers live comfortably in their sins by not preaching about God's wrath and repentance. Preachers preach sermons which satisfy believers' worldly desires and in return those same believers fulfill the preacher's own selfish motives. It's a win-win situation, a worldly exchange where everyone benefits. Where is God in all this worldly exchange of desires? In this land, 
lot of fake healings and miracles are manufactured. Some preachers perform their drama of miracles and healings during their ministry meetings. Do you think God is silent looking at this drama? How recently did you witness a true genuine work of God, such as a healing, miracle, or a genuine conversion? Instead of ushering people into God's presence, the worship leaders have them dance to the tunes of their music. They create an artificial supernatural presence of God by their music, emotional songs, or inspirations. Believers struggle to distinguish between God's presence and this emotional presence induced by music. If the believers cannot distinguish between God's presence and false, emotional, presence, how can they discern between God's voice and self or Satan's voice? When there is no discernment, believers think all fake work or fake move is the true move or work of God. It's sad to see that so many believers without discernment lived in fake move or work of God for many years. Pastors instead of protecting their congregations from the evil of the land and God's wrath, are robbing the congregations of their money through excessive tithing. How can there be peace in this land? Even though God has abandoned and left the church, yet they are proclaiming peace. All blessing and growth-related preaching and prophecies are a bunch of lies. There can be no peace unless believers submit and align to Jesus' will and plan. Believers are enjoying in their wicked lifestyles and preachers are enjoying in their sinful mansions. Where does God fit into this setup of church? Church, it's time to wake up and come out of the false peace. Looking at such a sinful and wicked state of the church, the false peace, the false doctrines, the believers living comfortably in sins, the preachers misusing the gifts of God, the ministries becoming mansions of sins, the sins inside the church are worse than the sins outside the church. When we consider the condition of the church and the believers, how can we not be in tears? Intercessors raise up and stand in the gap praying for God to have mercy on the church and believers. Plead with God, like Abraham did, to halt this onslaught of darkness for the sake of the righteous. As intercessors, do pray for the below points. 1. God to come back to His church. 2. A fresh wave of genuine repentance to come on the church. 3. The fear of God to come back to this land. 4. Peace of Jesus to be restored in this land. 5. Believers are open to the truth of Jesus. 6. Believers who spent years in the false move or work of God are brought back into the real move of God.